to Leadership Speaking Radio. This is episode number 48. Two communication skills every leader of the digital age must know. I'm your host, Dr. Laura Penn, speaking arts and leadership communication expert and founder of the Leadership Speaking School. Based in Switzerland and traveling the world, I transform leaders and teams into authentic communicators of the digital age, empowering them to speak with impact, authenticity, and human connection to any audience, any time. To find out more about my work, I welcome you to visit my website at www.theleadershipspeakingschool.com. Now, let's get straight into our topic. I've been doing a lot of writing lately. My fingertips have just been on fire typing out thought leadership that I have been marinating over all summer. It's all coming out now. So what you are going to hear me talk about in this episode is something that is part script, something that I've written, and part riff. <laughs> that seems to be the combination that I'm using these days. And here we go. Uh, I've got a lot to say about this topic, and I hope that you are ready to harvest the golden nuggets. I observe three types of leaders in my work of transforming them into communicators who speak with impact, authenticity, and human connection. Firstly, there are those who are awake to the fact that they need to radically upskill how they communicate with their peers, teams, and customers. They can feel an itch from within that says, do more, to be more. And they actively seek opportunities to develop themselves and improve. They see continuous learning as an essential component of their path to success as leaders, and they are greedy for it. The second type of leader is, quote, asleep to the fact that they need to improve their communication skills with their constituents. They are unaware and numb to it. It's like they have their eyes closed to the fact that any improvement is necessary in the first place. How they communicate is good enough, they feel. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. They won't budge until something intense and transformational jolts them out of their dream state. Finally, there are the leaders who are in the middle of this continuum of asleep and awake. They know that the time has come to upskill and to improve themselves as communicators because they can feel it in their day-to-day -day speaking when they communicate with their peers and teams and stakeholders. Something feels off, and they sense that they are stuck in ineffective habits which steal their power, and they want to change this eventually. But other life, work, and world obligations get in the way and they don't prioritize launching into the work of improving themselves as communicators. It will take years before they get started. Time ticking away. What type of leader are you? Whatever the type, I'm here to tell you that it's never too late to begin the work of improving how you show up in front of others when you communicate, especially now when the stakes have never been higher. Since the dawn of the digital age, the options for how to communicate with others, to share messages, news, and information have grown exponentially. 
From a legion of social media outlets to a wide selection of different online meeting rooms, think Teams, Zoom, etc., etc., to ever-evolving digital technology, such as virtual reality and holograms. Yes, holograms. We are living the science fiction that I grew up watching in the 1970s and 80s. <laughs> We've arrived, folks. The options for communication available today, I think you would agree with me, are copious and, if I may say so, astounding. Their impact has been to connect humanity on a scale never seen before. However, there are always two sides of a coin, n'est-ce pas? The ancient Greeks stated this best in saying that with every gift there is a curse, and with every curse there is a gift. The gift is clear, but the curse is that now, more than ever, Leaders are being asked to communicate with their constituents on an accelerated and extensive level, requiring more time, more effort, and more skill than ever before. Because of this, ladies and gentlemen, the days of passively standing behind a lectern and droning on while presenting, or slouching down in a chair and mumbling while speaking in meetings are over. The bar has been raised high, and leaders are now being called to elevate how they communicate with their audiences. The time has come for them to step into the best versions of themselves as communicators. There is nowhere left to hide. To survive in the jungle of communication outlets, today's leaders need to know a bevy of skills. These include everything from the basics of how to create compelling content and how to deliver it, to advanced skills about how to rehearse, how to speak on camera, and how to authentically connect with audiences, both in live performances and online. For many leaders, it can feel overwhelming to figure out what skills they need to learn and how to begin. That's why, in order to fast-track and to learn the skills that which are needed most urgently, I recommend getting started with the two giants of effective communication, speechcraft and storytelling. Speechcraft is the foundation of all speaking. It's about what is said and how it is spoken. Put more simply, it's about content and delivery. And like the foundation of a house, it is the supporting frame on top of which everything else is built. Learning speechcraft is about getting good at creating content that serves the needs and interests of the listeners. At its core is understanding that it's not about you, it's about your audience. Therefore, the more examples, anecdotes, and details that are shared which are relevant and interesting to the audience, the better. Speechcraft is also about how content is spoken. Here, the focus is on developing presence. You know what that is. Go back to episode 41 to find out. Presence, personal energy, right, that conveys openness and accessibility. Voice, that matches the feeling and the spirit of the content. And body, that moves congruently with what is being said and reveals meaning non-verbally. Storytelling is the second giant of effective communication. It is the enchanted horse that speechcraft rides on into the hearts and minds of the audience, 
I just have to pause for a second and say how much I love that line. <laughs> when I wrote it, it was like, whoa, this is just pouring out of me. I'm going to say that again because I enjoyed it so much. Here we go. Storytelling is the second giant of effective communication. It is the enchanted horse that speechcraft rides on into the hearts and minds of the audience. I hope you're imagining that as I say it. It is the vessel through which authentic communication happens, and when done properly, allows listeners to understand the content on a visceral level. The skill is to relearn how to tell stories. This craft, FYI, is something that is native to everyone. It's in our human DNA. But unfortunately, by the time many adults join the workforce, the skill of storytelling has often evolved into job speak, in quotations. This more terse and intellectualized version of storytelling shares facts and figures and knowledge which paint the frame of the content, but the picture is often missing because the details emotional aspects, and the sensory nuances which true storytelling entails are left out. Therefore, the work for leaders, therefore, the work for leaders is to get good at telling stories again with these important aspects included. When performed together, speechcraft and storytelling are the magic beans that lead to the kingdom of the clouds. Yes, this is a reference to Jack and the Beanstalk, the story. <laughs> the powerful impact of their use can be transferred into any communication medium, folks, from social media platforms to live conferences. They are a communication super duo, which, and I emphasize this, every leader must know. In today's plugged-in world, we need more leaders who are skilled in speechcraft and storytelling so that they can speak with impact, authenticity, and human connection to any audience at any time. My invitation is for leaders to begin the work of upskilling in these essential communication skills and the many other advanced skills of leadership communication so that every speaking performance is heightened and exemplary. Whether it's a staff update delivered online, a video message to the organization, or a conference speech in front of a thousand people, when leaders show up as the best versions of themselves through effective communication, their message lives. And when their message lives, they help to make the world a better place, one talk at a time. That is the end of the scripted part. But... There's one more piece that I want to add on to this that I was inspired to write after I finished writing this piece that you just heard. I'm going to be bold and call this the Leadership Communication Manifesto. That's right. Here's the manifesto. Sit up straight and listen carefully. Get your feet on the ground. Put your hands on a comfortable position in your lap. Here comes my manifesto for all leaders out there. Leadership is an honor. You earned it. Be the best version of yourself for everyone you serve, always, especially in how you communicate. Speak clearly, be relevant, and stay authentic. Reveal yourself. It's your job to make others feel seen, valued, and safe. Build trust and foster engagement. Keep evolving your communication skills. Never stop. 
Stay curious and alert and be greedy to learn more. Always keep working on yourself, even if it makes you uncomfortable. What you like the least, you should work on the most. Grow yourself and you grow others. Carpe diem. Oh, yes. <laughs> I enjoyed speaking that to you. The Leadership Communication Manifesto, ladies and gentlemen. I might make the t-shirt with that on it at some point. Or the stationery or the poster or the cup with that written on the side. I don't know. Watch this space. I feel really passionate about this, guys. I'm really passionate because the right time is now. As I point out in the article that I read in the beginning here, there's never been a time like this where there's so much demand on leaders to talk. Show up here on this panel discussion. Come over here and be on a podcast. Come over here and do a talk for a thousand people. It's going to be live streamed. Do a staff update on Zoom for 20 senior leaders. On and on and on. Motivate your team. Get them aligned and increase engagement online. Build trust. Make people feel safe. Deliver this great keynote speech. <laughs> you know, wow. So communication has stepped into the spotlight. Yes, yes, yes. And you know it. For all you leaders out there listening to this, you know it. You're being asked left, right, and center to talk in these different opportunities, aren't you? And I know that there are many of you out there who say, no, no, I'm not available. No, I can't do that. No, you know where that no comes from. That no comes from you not being skilled enough to feel confident enough to do well. What if we flip that no into a yes? How do you get to yes? You get to a yes by doing the work of upskilling. Because that's your job. It's your job to communicate with impact, authenticity, and human connection. It's your job to make people feel safe, seen, heard, valued. It's your job to build trust, engagement, and to increase productivity, which affects the bottom line. That's your job. So what are you waiting for? Get into learning and never stop. And, you know, I'm going to be really honest. You know how I was describing those three kinds of leaders in the beginning of my article? Well, it's the, the leaders in the first category that are awake and hungry, and I say greedy for it, that I accept into leadership speaking core. Yeah, in my interview with them, because first they have to apply online, I look at their application, I see if I want to follow up and find out more about them, and if I do, I have a video call with them. If I sense this hunger from them, where they're like, oh, I need this so much because I know I can do better as a communicator, but I don't know what, and I don't know how, and I need your help. Oh, that's a big check mark for yes. And I know that these folks are going to be successful in the program because they are wide awake to the fact that they need it. And they will roll up their shirt sleeves and they will get uncomfortable and learn this work. And this work is hard. You know, I do this work in three days and it's very condensed. It's eight hours of work a day plus homework before and after. And it is what I like to say, you know, head to toe work. It's fully physical, fully emotional, fully mental. I am disrupting a lot of negative habits and I am sharing different options 
for what you can do instead. And we are trying each one of those out, learning by doing. My favorite words, embodied communication. So those are the folks that I accept into the program usually. And the people who are asleep who are like, well, no, you know, maybe I can work on this or that. I don't say yes. They don't get let in because I can't work with someone who doesn't even know that they need this. <laughs> right? I create a cohort of six people and all of those people are on the same page of being hungry. And it's delicious. So yeah, that's me digressing a little bit talking about leadership speaking core. But, but I love being able to tell you that because this is how that, those different stages of leadership look. Oh, and I didn't talk about that third version, which is the people who are too busy. And there's sort of a, there's a little bit of tragedy here that I feel. I communicate with a lot of people who apply to Leadership Speaking Corps. Every now and then, actually quite often, people are sort of, well, I'm doing this and I'm really busy and yeah, and, and they're sort of interested, but not interested enough, or they find all their alternatives. Whatever it is, they don't get the training done. They put it off. And then I think to myself, oh, that's a missed opportunity for them. Because the sooner you get into this work, the sooner you are reaping the rewards. What you sow, you shall reap. The sooner you sow, the sooner you reap. So that's kind of some of my thinking there. If you identify as being on this spectrum that I've talked about, the awake, the asleep, or the kind of too busy to do it right now people, think about what you need to do in your leadership. Remember the manifesto of Carpe Diem at the end. Life is short. What are you waiting for? Yeah. That's what I have to say about that. Get into action. Do it now. <laughs> Learn so that you can stop surviving and start thriving. Okay, I've stood on my soapbox enough for this episode. I hope that you have gotten some good takeaways here, folks. I'm going deep. I'm going deep. You know, that's, that's me. I recognize that I create a lot of thought leadership that takes maybe 11 minutes, according to LinkedIn, to read or or a 23-minute podcast, or whatever it is, I am not going to give you the fast food version. I think you figure that out by now. I give you the slow food version. I'm a craftsperson. I'm someone who cares about the quality, not the quantity. And that's how I'm going to keep showing up for you guys. I want to give you things that matter. I want to go deep. I want to talk about things that can actually help and support you. I don't want to make it fluffy and, and fast. I want to make it substantial and slow. I think some of this has to do with the fact that I was born like in the early 1970s. And I grew up in a time where you took your time. You did things with quality. And that is very different from the pace of how things are going right now in our world, isn't it? Where everything seems to be going so quickly and time itself seems to be going faster. So I don't know what that is, but I'm going in the other direction. And I love that you are on board and listening because I've really got a lot to share with you, and I hope that this stuff that I share supports you. That's certainly the intention. So there we are. Lots to say, lots to do, and I look forward to talking to you next time with another slow food, soul-speaking version <laughs> of what I am thinking about. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to listen to this. And this is an invitation for all of the episodes from Leadership Speaking Radio so far. Go back and listen again to the episodes that sparked something in you. Go back and, and rewind, slow down the speed, whatever you need to really have this stuff enter and for this stuff to matter. Even better, come and work with me. Come and work with me through Leadership Speaking Core. Let's get to work. 
we've got work to do. You can work with me through that. You can bring in your team to work with me. In two days, I sort them out. (laughs) Get them activated into the craft of leadership speaking. Everything changes after those two days. Or I do keynote speaking, as you know, where I travel around the world. So that's all about me. You can reach me by going to my website, www.theleadershipspeakingschool.com and contact me on the contact form there. Or connect with me on LinkedIn, my favorite place to hang out. You can DM me on LinkedIn or write to me on my contact email there. All right, so that's all for now. I will talk to you next time. Take care of yourself. Take care of others. Until next time, speak to you again soon.